Namaste, I'm Dr. Nishant Kanodia, working as professor and head of the department in Medical College and Shekhar Hospital in Lucknow for the last 16 years. As we all know, type 2 diabetes is a long condition. It's very uh, long. It continues almost uh, for the whole life and keeps your body from using insulin the way it should. So people with type 2 diabetes are said to have insulin resistance. People who are middle-aged or older are more likely to get this kind of disease. It used to be called adult onset of type 2 diabetes, but type 2 diabetes affects kids and teens also. So it is also known as childhood obesity. Type 2 diabetes is the most common type of type 2 diabetes available in the world. And approximately 84 million people have pre-diabetes. That means their blood sugar is on a higher side or just at the high the level. Today, we'll talk about a patient named as Madhuri. 52 years old female. She was diagnosed type 2 diabetes for nine months when she started to change her lifestyle and was started with metformin by her doctor. In the first three months, her HP1C reduced from 8.7% to 8% and she almost lost 6 kgs. She continued with the same uh, drug and the drug was increased. Patient again returned to uh, the doctor after nine months. She also has complaints of hypothyroid. She lives independently and exercises five to six hours a week. Her uh, medication was metformin 1000 milligrams twice daily and levothyroxine 100 milligrams once daily. After nine months of treatment with metformin, her HD1C returned back to 8.1%. Her EGFR was fine. Her triglycerides were on a higher side. Her thyroid levels were uh, pretty much normal. The only finding is that after losing weight for around three to four kgs, she again regained the weight. Her blood pressure was also on a higher side and BMI was also on a higher side. That is 32 kilograms per meter square. So even after the intensification of the treatment, patients usually don't meet their type 2 diabetes requirements. So Madhuri also feels guilty about not able to control her glycemic profile. The early initiation of Hence, a combination therapy has been proposed and approached for this problem. So achieving glycemic control earlier, postponing any therapeutic clinical inertia, delaying the deterioration of glycemic controls and complications arising from it like micro and microvascular complications that includes neuropathy, retinopathy, and cardiomyopathy, and potentially preserving the beta cell function should be the main aim of every doctor. So to consider a dual therapy in such a patient with newly diagnosed type 2 diabetes, uh, you should have uh, certain things in mind. So if the HbA1c is more than 1.5% above the glycemic target, or if the HbA1c is above 7.5% or your target goal is less than 6.5%. So according to the societies like American Diabetic Association and ACE, Madhuri should be on a dual therapy immediately at, as her goal reaches or is intended to be 6.5 and below. So there are uh, multiple rationale for type 2 diabetes management, multiple metabolic defects. Patient has high blood pressure, high cholesterol levels, and high blood sugar levels. Progressive disease, the disease may be running in the family and is happened to the son or the daughter also. Limited efficacy of single drugs. So single drugs may not be very efficacious for a very long time to preserve the beta cells so that there will not be any macro and microvascular complications and the need for insulin in the future. Lack of durable response with initial monotherapy. So if the initial monotherapy, 
the patient blood sugar is controlled but it reverts back to the same position after a year of uh, treatment then it should be changed immediately you should lower the uh, hba1c risk for microvascular complications and glucotoxicity to have uh, recurrent episodes of hypo and hyperglycemias so these findings usually has been uh, adopted for the adopt trial that is for decreasing the durability of the diabetes so if there is a medication failure at 5 years with a monotherapy uh, then you should adopt for a combination therapy these medication failures at the time of 5 years usually happens 15% with rosiglitazone 21% with metformin 34% with gliburide so this doesn't mean that our patient madhuri is has failed the treatment of a disease because of the clinical inertia due to the clinician's fears of hypoglycemia and weight gain it they leads to a poorly controlled glycemic control and hence they don't prescribe multiple medications a recent study has suggested that if the patient hb1c is more than 7% for more than 3 years on one or two medications for diabetes then for for the good early outcomes better glycemic control and the reduction of the long term microvascular macrovascular complication you have to use a very good combination that is efficacious in both the ways so for such patients with inadequate glycemic control or metformin addition of a single pill might be considered to establish the optimum glycemic control while reducing the pill burden avoiding clinical inertia and the compliance for the intensifying therapy so when metformin is not suitable for such patient a combination of empagliflozin or linagliptin or a combination of both should be added as a first line treatment as in the initial therapy to achieve the glycemic target more quickly particularly in such patients like madhuri who has a 1.5% hb1c higher than the normal level so according to ada 2020 guidelines the treatment goals involves control of glycemic control cv risk factor management and patient centric approach to care the choice of pharmacologic agents now take accounts of comorbidities in addition to the risk of hypoglycemia impact on weight cost effectiveness potential for side effects and patient preferences definitely different things allows different things and every patient cannot have the same medication so there are clinical evidences that shows that sglt2 and dpp4 combination is a very effective option for the management of type 2 diabetes providing hb1c reductions of almost 1.1 to 1.5% it also constitutes your weight reductions fat reduction and the non alcoholic uh, steroidic hepatitis or nash reductions in the liver approximately the, the weight reduction is of 2 kgs when they are added to metformin which is the primary place in therapy so still metformin should be considered as the first line therapy and when the, that therapy fails you should definitely add up to such a drug that helps in all the parameters so this combination of ampa and lena that is sglt2 with the dpp4 inhibitor has the promise of cardiovascular benefit with positive efficacy data on empagliflozin and consistent cardiovascular safety data for dpp4 class the dpp4 inhibitors have a neutral effect on ascvd or atherosclerotic cardiovascular disease then they are added to standard care in also another phase 3 trial it was seen that the efficacy and safety of empagliflozin and linagliptin in combination has a better tolerability in the subjects who are given these drugs and who are given these drugs alone and the risk of hypoglycemia and genital infections were also very less 
So this fact implies that in our patient Madhuri, adding ampilina combination in addition to metformin will definitely constitute equal or even better tolerability than monotherapy with additive benefits of glycemia and cardiovascular effects in all types of uncontrolled patients. Thank you all for patient listening. Namaste.